guys. Uh, welcome to the sixth episode of the Glastow Podcasto, the Somerset Live Glastonbury Festival podcast. And we've got a lot to talk about this week. Just today, a lot of Glastonbury stories have been coming through. Uh, I'm here, I'm Liam, I should say, and I'm here with Josh. Hello. And, and Tom Malloy. Hello. Tom in for his second week. Uh, I think you drew in the quiz last week, right, guys? We did, we did it, I think. Also yeah. for now. So yeah. there'll be another quiz at the end of the podcast, and we'll see if, if Josh can finally get a win under his belt. Oh, I won once. Did you win once? When, when we had uh, James in as a substitute, oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. But, you know, James is a weak substitute. Yeah. <laughs> Malloy is a, is a more formidable <laughs> opponent. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a fantastic week weather-wise in Somerset. I don't know where you're watching. Uh, we've, uh, we know that most of you probably will be watching in Somerset. But we know that Glastonbury Festival fans from all over tune into the podcast, which is nice. Uh, and it's been yeah, it's some incredible sun, lots of pictures on Twitter of the site developing at Worthy Farm as we get closer and closer. How many weeks is it now? Four. Um, less than four. Less than four. Less than four, four, less than four weeks until the festival. So very exciting times. Mm. This good weather isn't sitting well with me though, because if it's good weather now, it'll probably wait yes. the festival, won't yeah. it? Yeah, so. there is a good piece. If you go to somersetlive.co.uk and you go under the What's On tab and you find our Glastonbury Festival section, we've done a few different weather pieces. Uh, quite a good one by our colleague Andy Doyle, uh, looking at what the Met Office say and then what another forecaster called AccuWeather say. Uh, they're slightly different, but they both seem to think it's going to be sunny right up until the start of the festival. <laughs> and that, then that's where the sort of forecasts run out at the moment, and it's looking a bit like we it's, might have it's thunderstorms, I think, forecast <clears throat> oh, for the Saturday yeah. of the festival, which is a shame. Um, yeah, so there, there has been the weather this week, but also, I mean, to start on a more sombre and serious note, obviously, uh, unspeakable, terrible tragedy in Manchester at the start of this week, which is... Uh, obviously cast a bit of a shadow over any concert or music event uh, which is coming up. Um, we spoke to the police on Tuesday after the attack, the police in Somerset Haven and Somerset Constabulary. Uh, they assured us, they gave us a statement which was, was a new statement, they, they gave it to us, like I say, on Tuesday at our request, saying that there's no intelligence to suggest any threat to, to, to crowds attending Glastonbury Festival this summer, so you should be reassured by that guys if anyone out there is worried and, and they do say that they'll be very well prepared working with partner agencies to to, to you know carry out every measure necessary to make sure that people are safe so we have had that assurance but we totally understand that, that some people out there are anxious yeah i think people will be will be worried i think the fact that it was a, at a concert where i mean you know, all the sort of the concerts and gigs and mm. festivals i've been to have never felt unsafe in going to it I think yeah it at a concert where like young kids were going maybe to their first concert it's that's why it was so going. I mean, with the other incidents across, even across our region, like at Cabot Circus was evacuated last night, and then Bath yeah. as well. Thankfully, the that was nothing, wasn't it? Yeah, that was just just a hoax. But yeah, yeah, it's. Um, I think it's sort of yeah. A lot has been been said there. Everyone is sort of deeply saddened and troubled by what what happened. Absolutely. But hopefully, that doesn't dampen the the spirits at Glastonbury. And it's it's great to see how everyone has pulled together in Manchester and across the, the country. You know, it's sort of the, the Glastonbury spirit almost. Everyone's yeah. like a community coming together and showing everyone sort of um, sort of love and love and togetherness. Um, so I hope that just sort of carries through to the to the festival. Really. Yeah, I mean certainly the reaction I've seen from Glastonbury fans, you know, like you guys probably tuning in now on social media has just been, you know, everyone is, is steadfast and, and defiant in it and you know, they'll look out for each other and yeah determined to still enjoy it. Yeah, I think people going to the festival will understand if they have to have to have maybe sort of an extra, even if it's an extra hour or so, to make yeah. sure to get in. They un they'll understand 
why because uh, maybe it'd be a bit more stringent with checking bags I mean sometimes um, sort of you'll probably be able to know a bit more when when I went when we went last year they didn't really sort of check check bags that much but they, that might be the case that they'll be a bit bit stricter on on uh, sort of yeah, searching I mean, bags. Tom yeah people have been saying to me that the ticketing system is you know is such a you know, we all know how difficult it is to get a Glastonbury ticket, and that is almost a layer of security in itself. You're not going to be there if you're. Yeah, I mean, they know exactly who's there. Yeah. Because everyone has their photo on their ticket and stuff like that. But um, I mean, yeah, one thing I was going to say is they they don't really in recent years tend to check many people at all on the gate. They're just it's just sort of getting people through and getting people in. Mm. So, so do you think um, that will change? I think. Well, I don't know. I'm hope. Well, you'd think hopefully it will. I mean, because uh, it'll be a reassurance if it did, but. Um, yeah, and also another thing is you, you don't need maybe more than other festivals of Glastonbury to behave themselves, but um, maybe there'll be a bigger police presence this year. Yeah, I mean, well, so, the police are always there, I suppose, handing out their mobile phone pouches and things like that, and maybe that'll just be, you know, you'll see so many more of those this year, maybe, we're not sure yet. Um, I have even had an email from a uh, reader in America, actually, who's been concerned by events uh, this week, and, and they, they got in touch. Just Still leave a bit of a, a Glastonbury-shaped hole yeah. in, in the schedule, but the only problem that we could see with with that say if they were to play is that Leeds Festival have got Liam Gallagher as like a festival exclusive right so who knows what that might mean for so if that if it's Oasis maybe that exclusivity sort of is nullified a bit because it's different, a different yes act. yeah um, but no I sort of the prospect of Oasis at Glastonbury yeah I think if, if they managed to get Oasis that would be a, such a huge booking really wouldn't it for That'd a reunion I don't know. I don't think it'll happen. You don't see it. <laughs> I, I, I personally don't see it. It sounds like uh, Liam is is desperate to to whip up a bit of publicity for his own yeah. his own tour, and then it's sort of fallen a bit flat. Maybe I guess if you're a diehard Liam Gallagher fan, it is a, it is big news that there's some dates. Yeah. But if you're just wanting a a huge Oasis reunion at yeah. Glastonbury, which many people probably do want, including people watching, I think that's it. Even even if sort of Liam Gallagher was on his own at the festival, I don't, it wouldn't still be the same draw as having no, Oasis. Yeah, everyone knows that everyone knows that Noel's the talented one in the uh, of the of the Gallagher brothers. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. So so has Noel played with, with High Flying Birds at Glastonbury? Do we know that? I, I think, think he has. Yeah, yeah. So exactly that. And yeah. that would have been sort of moderately exciting news, yeah, yeah. but not huge. But Oasis, like you say, suddenly would make it. Yeah. I mean, you'd think if Oasis played, they'd almost definitely headline. I mean, the only place for them this year would be maybe the Legend slot. But, um, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and I guess the other thing we should say is that although it's, it was implied when Emily Evis uh, did this interview with Newsbeat for the BBC uh, that the, the big secret was to do with this year, it is possible that she could, you know, Oasis for 2020 could be a thing or something like that. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that could still be another thing and there'd be a separate big secret for, yeah. for this year. I mean, it's getting closer and closer to the festival now and so this big secret must be, uh, sort of, hopefully be re- revealed soon. It's, yeah. Shocking to think who, who it could be now. Everyone's sort of ruling themselves out. Yeah. So I did see something on Twitter today about there are a number of different artists who don't have anything booked in for during the Glastonbury yeah. sort of period. Like another one is Paul Weller, who's uh, sort oh, of right. yeah. not got anything yeah. booked in. So it, again, it, he it, seems it, more like a he's legend. He's played fairly recently, though. Yeah. Know, he played sort of a couple mm. of years ago, I think, before the Who. But um, Another thing is, it might not be an act. It might just be a new part of the festival yeah. or something like that, a yeah. new thing going on. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, I was thinking, because I know that you've 
Josh, when it's particularly when we're talking about the fact that Emily Evis has said there are two headliners already lined up for mm. 2020. I thought of you this week because Harry Styles, <laughs> he, he did a duet with Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac, and I know that you suggested that uh, Fleetwood Mac be ideal for 2020, you know, a suitably yeah. huge, legendary act. Uh, and then we were talking about on, on the website uh, last weekend about you know is ha- could Harry Styles be the big secret now we, it, it, it seems very unlikely to me I must admit but there has been the chat online yeah. but maybe just from his hardcore fans <laughs> maybe I don't, I'm not sure how much of Emily Evis would sort of talk about a big secret Harry, yeah. Harry Styles because is the thing is he's not but... you know he's, he's popular amongst a certain generation but he's certainly not established himself as as a solo artist yeah, quite yet, I mean, even he's, though he's had a fairly successful start. Mm. And does he have that Glastonbury vibe? He might be moving in that direction, but I don't yeah, think he's there yet. I'm not sure it would sort of go down and really well with the no. fans at Glastonbury. And I think she knows her audience, doesn't she? Yeah, I don't think she would hype that without... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you if you're a, a one-directioner, I think, whatever the term <laughs> is. <laughs> you, you wouldn't be impressed by that, I assume. No, I don't no. think so. No, no. I don't think it's very Glastonbury, is it, Harry Styles, to be no. honest. <laughs> All right, well, we'll move on, but do keep an eye on the Somerset Live website and on our Facebook page and on our, uh, our Twitter feed for, you know, we'll, we will try and cover the big secret as soon as we, we do know more on what it could be. Um, but we've also had today Arcadia have released their lineup. We've got mm. a lovely full colour poster printed out by my glamorous assistant to my right there. Just, just don't tell the BA, don't tell Becky. Yeah, don't don't tell the, the powers that be that we've used the colour ink, you know, the expensive <laughs> juicy stuff. Uh, but there you go. So hopefully you can see that, guys. But obviously it's on our website as well. Like I say, we've covered that this morning. It's a cool poster, isn't it, Thomas? And just yeah, it's now. a very cool yeah, poster. Nice poster. Now, we were saying earlier, we didn't get a chance to go to Arcadia last year. But we didn't. it's almost like we want to go there just for the set design. It, this is huge. You know, it's a massive, in case you don't know, a huge spider structure which spits out fire. It's about 50 feet tall. And they seem to add new things every year. Like last year they had sort of mini spiders that came out on ropes and sort of like... That sounds terrifying. Well, I'll tell you exactly, yeah. Lasers and everything. If you don't like spiders, maybe this isn't the stage. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's definitely a good place to sort of go and experience at least once. Yeah, Yeah. I mean the Arcadia guys, just before I came in, they've sent me a video which is very striking. And this is all stuff from last year. And like Tom says, there might be surprises in there as well but if we're looking just purely at the acts uh is this with I'm, I'm right thinking this is a sort of a, a base dance kind of it's, area. yeah it's a very very dancey um area i mean a lot of the names on there have already sort of they're playing a lot of sets at other other stages that uh, boys and yeah. have already been uh, announced jack master's playing at least a couple of other places scream as well is also already been been announced um, but you've got people like Groove Armada remember them yes yeah, they they should be, should I be do great remember them. Mr Jam Radio 1 DJ John Hopkins as well I've, I, I feel like I have seen Mr Jam elsewhere on the lineup this year as well I, I so think, yeah. I think a lot of these DJs seem to have multiple sets yeah, over yeah, a few yeah, days definitely yeah. but but I'm also I think I'm right in saying that they don't just do the Friday Saturday and Sunday it's um they do Thursday night um, I'm not sure I don't know I Someone else, I think, for Arcadia. Or? Yeah, I think they don't. No, just... well, they, this lineup is specifically for Arcadia. Yeah. So never. You, maybe you're right. Yeah, but but no, there's some really good DJ names on on there. The, um, sort of certainly some I'd like to see Goldie as well. He's been been announced el- elsewhere. Yeah, um, I think we were talking about him last week. We, we Arcadia, I think. Yeah. 
There's also the Metamorphis, which says Arcadia Show. So I'm guessing they'll just like bring out all the big guns of the show and have all the dancers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I so think from what I understand from the release that they've sent through to us this morning, yeah, I think Metamorphis is just there. That, that's the show. Isn't yeah, it? That's, that's the, the show they put on. The, the light that, show and the fire. Yeah, yeah that's why the, they they do that earlier on in the the festival for them. That sort of the, the official music starts. Right, they yeah. um, they they do the the performance. Um, and they, well. ju- yeah, they just have it they have it every they have it every night by the look of it here Friday, Saturday and Sunday so that will be fantastic to see whichever yeah. night you go along to see it I'm yeah. sure. we'll have to mm. we'll have to go and go and check it check it out and absolutely yeah, please do share your pictures and videos of previous, yeah, previous do, guys, years that would be fantastic um, but sticking with lineup news I think the other one we've had this week is the West Holtz yeah that was lineup. yesterday afternoon we had so uh, again don't tell the powers that be that we've used the colour printer <laughs> but very nice and again it's on our website if you want to actually read this and not just see some pixels which we, might be the case for some of you I guess depending on your broadband speed um, yeah so again we've got some we've got some very big names here we've got Dizzy Rascal uh, headlining the Friday at West Holtz we've got names like Kate Tempest on the Friday as well and then right through to you've got Justice headlining on Sunday the Jacksons headlining on Saturday and some big names mixed in there as well like Shaggy on the Sunday and we're talking about he's already yeah he's elsewhere. already playing yeah. um, is it Gully I think playing yeah. twice in one day I think isn't yeah it? So. so that should be because he was I think headlining on the, the Gully stage yeah on the Sunday on yeah. the Sunday so he's playing yeah on the He's getting around a bit as well. We've yeah. got Toots and the Natals, the reggae legends. There, I'm sure we've, we've talked about yeah. them in previous weeks. They're on another stage as well. It's, really, it's a really exciting, exciting night. I think Justice is quite a good sort of alternative to Ed Sheeran. Yeah, not, yeah, so, I've not seen that actually. I've seen people talking about that and, and yeah. kind of jokingly saying there's no contest. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've seen Justice before at another festival, and they are they are amazing live. They are well worth seeing for. Just the like, performance that they they put on, like sort of light shows, and, like uh, they're well worth worth going to see. And um, Dizzy Rascal on the Friday, is has he brought out any new stuff recently? Is it because he doesn't seem to be? Doesn't, sort of doesn't ring any bells for me. No, yeah. I stopped listening to him after he sold out and did the bonkers song. <laughs> you know, it's his first album. Well, I mean, because he, I, I saw him on the pyramid stage. He seems to have sort of gone gone down, <laughs> gone, away. gone down a bit. Yeah, so relying on his classic hits. One yeah. of those artists now yeah. doing the circuit, but you think the crowd won't be that busy for Dizzy Rascal? I mean, a lot I mean, of it was packed. Busy. It was packed um, when I saw him on the pyramid mm. stage. Everyone yeah, loved it, but I, I think, I think, I do comment and get in touch, guys. What you think about Dizzy Rascal? Well, I think he'll have a loyal following. I think he will. Mm. Yeah. If you don't like, uh, Radiohead can be quite polarizing at, at yeah. times. In that well, people either like them or hate yeah. them, I guess, and so is a good alternative for that if you're sort of more yeah people are looking for a sort of kind of a, a bit of a crazier Friday night maybe Dizzy Rascal fits that vibe mm. a bit better dare yeah. I say not yeah. that I have anything against Radiohead mm. I, I think it also shows that um, the importance that um, Emily Evis and the organiser putting to sort of grime music yeah she's spoken um, about that this year yeah actually. and yeah. Like, giving Dizzy Rascal like headline start on the West Holt stage and also um, Boy Better Know and um, Stormzy could be um, they could be headlining the other stage as well so they are sort of giving them a, a place at the festival that mm. maybe they haven't had before um, and showing that they are um, sort of trusting in that people will want to go and see it and I think I think there will and uh, there is an appetite there for them so yeah. it should be interesting to see how that works and how, 
how busy they are, I guess. Yeah, and I think it's an example of British music being on the up, but, you know, if, if maybe we're falling away in some areas, grime, I think... Uh, British music's leading the way, certainly that's the opinion of Evis, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, what, what stands out for you, Tom, in the West Holtz lineup? Um, well, I think the Jacksons will be good fun, I reckon. If yeah. you're not into Foo, Foo Fighters, I mean, I'll beat the Foo Fighters, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> if, if, you're not, if you're not sort of into that kind of thing, the Jacksons If you, if you will could be, be in two places at once, you'd be there as well. Yeah, yeah. it'd definitely be good fun, oh, good sort of sing-along, good yeah. dance, so... Um, yeah, I think they'd be the ones to go see, I reckon, but not for me. <laughs> there you go you heard it here first. if you'd rather the Jackson than the Foo Fighters get in touch um, but yeah I think we'll move on now we mentioned at the start about how uh, elements of, of, of Worthy Farm are coming together I think they put up the other stage this week I've seen on Twitter other stage West yeah. Holt stage yeah. as well so it's all going up and obviously they've got good weather for the build at the moment uh, whether that changes like we've discussed and we might come on to that mm. a bit more before the end as well uh, we'll come back to the weather, but yeah, I mean, tell. I think you've covered this quite a bit. There's, there's a new stage made out of a tube train. In case anyone missed it. Yeah, it was uh, on its way this week on the back of a lorry. Uh, the tube train. It doesn't look particularly big. I don't know if it's just going to be the stage or for the, the audience is going to be there in there as well. But um, yeah, it's the new heavy metal stage curated by Earache Records. Mm. So uh, yeah, that'll be interesting down in Shangri La. Am I right in thinking the guy who is going to be behind that is a bit of a character and he's got some interesting ideas? Was it you that spoke to him, Tom? Yeah, I mean, I interviewed him and he seemed sort of really excited about it. Um, They're sort of um, getting, well, I think think there's metal bands coming from all over the world, really, to play on that stage. Mm. So um, they're really excited about it. And um, it's a new thing, really, for the festival because they haven't had much metal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's sort of just like the, the grime thing. It's just the festival sort of branching out and yeah. bringing more and more sort of musical styles in there. So it's, it's going to be a good thing, I think. So What was interesting about the tube track, we're seeing it sort of, we saw pictures of it coming into the, the, the festival, is that it was yeah. literally a whole tube train. So yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to all work because they're, they're going to like cut it open and that be the stage. Because yeah. like, it'll be a tiny stage. I mean, you know how little people can fit into a tube carriage but <laughs> at the best of times. Yeah, so. absolutely. I mean, I'm really interested to see what they do with that because like we've discussed already with Arcadia and that, that massive spider, I'm sure they'll do something incredible with that, yeah. with that tube train. You know, it will look visually absolutely fantastic yeah, I'm sure. it's something that Glastonbury does very well it's just the, the installations the art and how they present the, the yeah. stages to, to people mm. is, is always quite spectacular so yeah it's um, going to be interesting to see how they, they pull this one off which I'm sure they, they will do absolutely and it'll just give that area such a flavour I think won't it? yeah definitely alright just we're going to rattle through so we've also uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, on our website one of the big talking points last week was the growler Tom talked us through the growler last week which is a snack which you could have got well I say snack it's, it's, it's quite filling I imagine <laughs> it's, not a snack. it's a baguette it's a baguette which is lined with bacon in the bottom then chips on top and melted cheese on top of that. Uh, but but this guy, the guy Rich Jeffrey, who is behind the growler with his Shepton Mallet business, the meal machine, he sadly won't be at the festival this year. He, he's told us that's because of changes to certain uh, bits of the layout around the other stage. Uh, but our colleague James, he, he went out to meet Rich this week and <laughs> sampled the growler face to face and has written a review of, of the growler and what it tastes like, which I imagine will either be on our website today or this weekend so do do look out for that because a really entertaining read i got to read it just before i came in actually uh, and he facebook lived i think the the oh, process of, of it being made yeah he sort of um just 
speaking to the guys who's being made and then yeah. got, got to try it as well yeah check out the, the video it's uh, quite quite funny James he, he's been with us for a couple of weeks now and yeah again getting stuck into he's the Facebook he's thrown himself into yeah. it yeah and uh, I'm very jealous that he got to try it actually and, and uh, we're, I think we're just getting hungrier and hungrier seeing here aren't yeah we? I mean yeah. I've been told he rated it 5 stars out of 5 did he I think wow. he gave it the, the full marks I think wow. yeah it wasn't quite <laughs> it wasn't quite a full size growler though it was yeah. sort of a, a, a mini growler. A, yeah, mini growler. Yeah, because he didn't have the the full size buns that he normally uh, normally has. <laughs> <laughs> so he, yeah, uh, that's will a, be... a fun innuendo that we've ended on now. <laughs> I think. Uh, just before we get to the quiz, we will touch on the weather uh, once more. Uh, so as, uh, as we say, I think what AccuWeather are predicting are thunderstorms on the Saturday of the festival. Uh, whereas the Met Office, I don't think because, you know, I think the Met Office, they like to be as accurate as they can, <laughs> as forecasters go. Uh, and I think they've not quite predicted as far as the festival yet. No, not yet. They normally only predict a week in advance, so we won't yeah. get a, a proper accurate forecast. But early indications we... are yeah. very sunny start to June. And then maybe in mid-June it could all go pear-shaped. Uh, fingers crossed that uh, I guess it's just... Uh, we just want it to stay dry enough, long enough for it not to yeah. turn into a bog before people get there, right? It's all about um, if it rains a lot before the festival, as they're setting up and all the vehicles yeah. are in there and it gets yeah. churned up, and once that happens, that's it. If, it. if it rains a bit during the festival, it's normally not too bad. Yeah, it's just dries very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we can cope with that, can't we? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. I think by the time everyone got there last year, it was it was already a mud bath, yeah, because yeah, so. we had so much rain that that week beforehand. It was it was only literally in the couple of couple of days beforehand from memory. It was yeah, just, we had an absolute some huge downpours, mm. and actually while we were actually there, not huge. I mean, there was quite a bit. Of rain, there was a few down heavy downpours, but there were equally times last year. I remember very sunny, but yeah, the sun it was far too late. The damage yeah, had been done. Yeah, it was too late. By <laughs> But, you know, I mean, as, as we've said in previous weeks, guys, we know that you've been in touch with us, whether it be on e-festivals or on iTunes or on SoundCloud, where you can find the podcast this weekend when, it, when it's uploaded by, by Josh to my right. We know that you've been keen for, to get uh, tips about, especially if you're a first-time Glastonbury goer, about what to take and things like that. And talking about the weather, obviously that does uh, influence a lot of those decisions. So if you go on our website, somersetlive.co.uk, find the Glastonbury Festival section, under the what's on tab there's there's articles there about you know your ultimate guide on what to pack where to get your tent where to get waterproofs and things like that there's also an article on there i spoke to a professor who who spoke to me about why the glastonbury area does get muddy and it's to do with the type of soil but do have a read it's to do with the clay type of soil which suggests that basically if it if it's even a bit of rain every year mud is quite likely at glastonbury sadly so yeah that's all there if you guys want the tips and you want the insight into the into the weather and the mud but it's quiz time now i think we've, we've reached oh, that point of the show go. Uh, so it's just this is just this this week with the themes of the quiz have changed but this week it's just going to be about recent glastonbury news pretty much mm. so 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 i'm going to give you the choice this week because tom chose last week do you want to go first or second oh i shall go first I you're going to go first all right. I'm, I'm very conscious of looking at these <laughs> <laughs> okay so true or false toots and the maytals are performing at west west Holtz on the saturday of this year's glastonbury true that is true. We looked in earlier, a test of their memory of nothing else. <laughs> One nil to Josh. True or false, Tom Malloy? Riley Walker is also performing at West Holtz on the Saturday. Uh, I go for true. 
He's gone for true. Now, he's almost right, but he's wrong. Uh, because oh, Riley Walker is on the lineup, but there's Sunday. Sunday. Oh. Right, so that's a strong start for you. We did an article this week, Josh. Uh, Laura, our colleague Laura, did an article on the team behind painting the bins at the festival because they're always very mm. colourful. If you guys didn't know, I'm sure you do. Uh, but but there's a the main kind of ringleader of that group. He's got a bit of a nickname. What is it? Is it A Frank the bin? Is it B <laughs> Hank the bin? Is it C Tank the bin? Or is it D Glen bin? I'm gonna go for a C. So tank the bin. Yeah. It's actually Hank the Bin. Very close, very close. All right, here we go. The man behind the growler, I mentioned his name mm-hmm. earlier, is called what? Another, oh. another memory test. Is it A, Rich Jeffrey, B, Dick Jeffrey, C, Dustin Jeffrey, or D, Glenn Jeffrey? A, Rich Jeffrey. It's 1 1. It's 1 1. He's back in the game. He's Rich Jeffrey behind the growler. He the mallet meal machine, is his business. Right, we've been discussing the weather. According to the Met Office, the middle of June, just before the festival, mm. is forecast to be. Now, this is the, the wording they used yeah. I'm looking for here. Is it A, very warm, B, quite warm, C, chilly, or D, wet and wild? The Met Office is wet and wild. I'm gonna go for wet and wild. That was just me having a bit of fun. It's actually A, very warm. The Met Office think the middle of June. Again, sadly, not when the festival is on. Just before will be very warm. Right. Another weather question. Okay. According to AccuWeather, the other forecast that we've been looking at, there's a chance of what on the Saturday of the festival? And again, we might have discussed oh, it. So as he, as he got oh, the memory, is it A hail, B a hurricane, C a drought? <laughs> or D thunderstorm. D. He's got it. He's got it. He's That's come from right. behind to lead two one. <laughs> right. This is again based on one of our articles, the guides to what you can buy and what you can take. <coughs> How much will the cheapest air mattress at Argos set you back? Is it A four pounds thirty nine? Is it B six pounds seventy five? Is it C twelve pounds? Or is it D sixteen pounds? Oh, I'm going to go for twelve pounds. He's nailed it. That's very good. Very good. I read the article. Ah, see that you were rewarded if you looked at the content. <laughs> right. This is the final question, I think. So I hope someone's been keeping score. Is it two two? I think it's two two. Right. So you could win. Here we this. go. This is it. And again, I've mentioned it already in the show, <laughs> so it's just a memory <laughs> test, really. Harry Styles recently duetted with who? Is it A. Florence Welch from Florence and the Machine? Is it B, Taylor Swift? Is it C, Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac? Or is it D, Katy Perry? I don't actually know. Oh, oh he's not been paying attention. I hope you guys know. <laughs> just just heard Harry Styles. Wait, say the options again. So it's either Florence, Florence and the Machine, mm-hmm. B, Taylor Swift, who he was once notoriously romantically entangled with. Is it C, Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac? Or is it D, Katy Perry, who obviously will be at the festival? I'm going to go with Stevie Nicks. He's got it. He did. He clearly did hear it <laughs> at some point in the show. It went in. So that's the thing. That's a three-two win. And basically, they've yeah. just been tested on whether they're paying attention in the podcast. So, so hopefully, you guys <laughs> did well at home as well. Thank you so much again for joining us for the sixth episode of the Glasgow Podcast. We'll see you next week as we get even closer to the festival. Keep an eye on our website, as I say. But again, thanks for joining us as always, guys. And look out for the podcast at the weekend on iTunes and SoundCloud. Okay. Great. Thanks for watching. Cheers. Thank you. Well, he's not hanging about, he's straight out.